Hey, welcome to your mental restorations podcast, where I'll show you how to take small steps towards your own mental restoration. I'm Alex founder and owner of yourmentalrestoration.com, a one-stop shop for mental wellness and self-care where you'll find a relatable blog, self-care subscription boxes, this podcast, and my recently published book, adulting. Well, today we're going to talk about ending friendships. So should I end that friendship? Oh, that is such a painful question. And one that I think we've all felt at one time or another. Um, I, I think that most adults and certainly teens have experienced that painful question over time. Because as friendships do take a decent amount of time to evolve, they can also take a lot of time to implode. And it happens so slowly that we don't usually realize it until it's so far gone that you wonder how you even became friends with that person in the first place. There's a lot of blogs and vlogs out there on whether or not to end romantic relationships and how to end romantic relationships. But it left, a, left me thinking, what about friendships? One of the listeners wrote in and specifically requested this topic. And as soon as I read it, I was like, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Because it is, it is a tricky business. I think our friendships generally last a decently long time, probably longer than dating relationships, especially if you're in the 15 to 25 range. Um, and in that regard, they can become more complicated. There can be a lot more history wrapped up in the relationship. So my hope would be, and I think your hope would be, that your friendships are you know, emotionally safe places that you can feel supported and loved and that really promotes your growth. But I don't know, but what if they aren't, right? What if the relationship becomes conditional or stunts your growth? right? Then we have to take a look at whether or not it's time to step away. And if so, how far do we step away? So I want to take a minute first and talk about healthy, healthy relationships. I think this is true of, of all relationships, whether it is that of family, um, maybe like a sibling or um, cousin, it could be a romantic relationship, or in this case, we're talking about um, kind of a peer friendship and those healthy relationships would be ones that allow you to make your own choices, respect your opinions that might be different than theirs. A healthy relationship or friendship does not get in the way of your ability to achieve your goals. So whatever goals you set for yourself, a healthy friendship would encourage and even help you reach those goals. A healthy relationship would be confident enough to encourage and allow you to prioritize self-care. Uh, they would be proud of your successes and not jealous. And a healthy relationship really promotes your growth in any and all arenas. So like spiritually, physically, mentally, academically, um, this would be a person that's like, oh yeah, I could see how that makes sense for you or tell me more about it instead of, as we'll talk here in a little bit, instead of like making fun of it or questioning it to the point that you feel discouraged. So 
take a minute and think about that. Like who would be some people or ideally we have at least one person that you could identify that you feel like you could share any idea with, no matter how crazy it is. Um, they would support you in trying a new hobby. Let's say you want to take up fencing or you want to take up rock climbing or you want to take up writing a book, whatever it is. And they would be like, yeah, let's, I don't know how to do it, but let's figure it out. Come on. I'm in this with you. It doesn't mean that they would necessarily want to engage in the activity with you, but it means that they would be willing to encourage your journey. They would respect it enough that you would feel comfortable sharing an idea with them that might be against the norm or countercultural. Think about friends that you have that um, would understand and not give you any grief if you said that you needed to cancel on them because you've been working overtime, you're absolutely exhausted, and you need to stay home, take a bath, read a book. Like You just need to recharge. Somebody that would really respect that. And somebody that you feels like you feel like if you achieved a goal, let's say it's um, an award you got at work or you accomplished one of your tasks that you've really been working towards and you shared it on social media, like would they also share it and say, oh, my gosh, look what my friend accomplished. I'm so proud of uh, him or her. That's the kind of people. Those are the kind of people that we want to surround ourselves with. Um, those are the kind of people that we want to find and seek out. And those are the relationships that we really want to cultivate. So why might you want to end an unhealthy relationship or friendship? I think the simplest and most clear-cut answer is when there's a breach of trust. That could involve anything from theft to abuse uh, within the relationship or some sort of infidelity uh, that one or both of you have said involves a person that's off limits. Um, and those might be a lot simpler to see, like, look, that's not okay with me. You did this thing that's against my values or my morals. You committed this abuse against me. I'm ending the friendship. The reality is, though, most of the time it isn't that clear cut, right? It's a slow erosion over time that leaves you questioning how you even got to this point and what, if anything, can or should be done about it. With slow erosion, the friendship drifts apart, often time over a course of months or years. You may find that you no longer feel invigorated when spending time with this person. You might leave the contact feeling badly about yourself or shamed for your choices or interests, or you feel like spending time with them doesn't cross your mind anymore. You don't think about them very often. I believe a relationship turns from distant to toxic when the other person actively works against the healthy attributes we've listed above. So if the person actively works against your hobbies and interests or your self-care or your growth, if the person actively tries to sabotage components of your life, that would be toxic. You may find with toxic relationships, again, remember these things all kind of exist on a spectrum, but they may tell you who you can and cannot spend time with. I have definitely had friends like that over the year where if I spent time with someone they didn't approve of, I almost felt like they were punishing me 
they would be angry about it. They wouldn't let it go. They would have a lot of questions like, what did you guys do? Where did you go? Why did you do that? I don't like them. They may, you know, they might make fun of your interests or hobbies uh, or put you down for being interested in things that are different. They might refuse to have discussions with you about differences or they'll take on the kind of my way or the highway stance that ends up completely shutting down conversation and leaves you feeling like you have to walk on eggshells around them. They might ignore any requests that you make for self-care. I mentioned earlier that you might request a night in and they refuse to allow it or they might sabotage your plans to reduce your alcohol consumption or distance yourself from other people by continuing to bring other people or, you know, like alcohol, for instance, around you. They might tease you about your goals, but in ways that are not playful or loving. They might one-up you and cause you to like dread bringing up any of your successes if you've learned that they'll just take over the conversation and make it about yourself. Um, or you might find that the contact is one-sided and they never reach out or initiate contact. They expect you to do all of that work. And with those factors, hopefully you can start to see the difference between a friendship that builds you up and one that holds you back versus one that holds you back and one that actively tears you down. I think a lot of people who are struggling with whether or not to end a friendship fall somewhere in that middle zone where there are some areas that you feel like the friendship is holding you back and some areas that are okay and enjoyable. So in that regard, you could take a step back from the friendship, but not completely end it. Or you might really um, mold that friendship around certain habits, but not invite them fully into your life any longer if there are parts that just don't mesh. So how do you do it? I think a lot of people just want to ghost, um, meaning just disappear from the person's life. They're, they're conflict avoidant, rightly so. Conflict is uncomfortable. We don't like it. But I really urge you not to do that. I think learning to speak up for yourself is a really, really necessary life task. I would encourage you to let them know what's been bothering you in as factual and non-blaming of a way that you can. Uh, and let them know that you plan on taking a step back to work on your own needs. So I can give you a couple of examples. You might say something like, hey, Rob, I've noticed that when we spend time together, I fall into some unhealthy thinking patterns and I end up feeling really alone since we've grown in different directions when it comes to, you would insert whatever the reality is, but maybe it's, you know, we've grown in different directions when it comes to politics or when it comes to parenting. So I'm just going to take a couple weeks to myself to see if I can sort out my thoughts on the topic. I really hope that you can understand my need for space. Or um, you might say, hey, Sarah, the last couple times we've hung out, I've actually had my feelings hurt by comments you've made about people who want to be sober and you keep bringing wine over even though I've asked you not to because I've quit drinking. So I'm going to have to stop having you over to my house for a while because of that. I would encourage you to stick to I statements such as I feel, I notice, I've been experiencing instead of you statements which tend to make the other person defensive. It is true, those of you that are like cringing, like, oh my gosh, I could never say this. Yeah, it is true that the other person might not take this very well. 
but I think it is really worth it. And it's worth it to not just ghost on them because the confidence and the skills that you're going to gain from learning how to speak up from yourself is really worth it. Okay. So let's look at the cost benefit analysis, which is necessary whenever we're making a big decision. What's the cost? What am I going to gain? So the cost of ending a toxic relationship might be some sadness and grieving. Um, you do need to grieve the loss of any, any relationship. You might experience boredom if this is somebody you hung out with a lot. You may experience anxiety, vulnerability when you try to meet new people, hypervigilance around new people or new relationships. And you may second guess yourself. Did I really make the right decision? Maybe it wasn't really that bad. Maybe I should have um, given him another chance or maybe I was overreacting. So those are going to be some of the costs, obviously not all of them, given whatever your specific situation is. Now we look at what we're going to gain. Hopefully you're going to gain some independence. I already mentioned you're going to gain some skills in the ability to speak up for yourself. You will hopefully gain some freedom to do, to say, to wear, whatever it is that the friend may have made you feel shame about. You may gain more time for yourself and your interests, and you may gain a healthier sense of self because you've identified something that's unhealthy, you've limited it or removed it from your life, and then you are going to need to replace it with things that are a little bit more healthy. Once you end a toxic relationship of any type, it is really important that you take time to rebuild your sense of self and your self-worth. You may have really strong urges to distract yourself away from the feelings that you're having, but it's always important to take time to heal. This means that you take time for your own hobbies and interests. You spend time with people that build you up and you spend time with yourself. Take the time to rediscover who you are, and who you want to be. I hope this is helpful. Again, like I said, I know it's a really loaded topic. It is never as easy as yes or no, should I end a friendship? Um, but this could give you some food for thought. If you want to be able to read this content or come back and re-reference it, it is live on my blog at yourmentalrestoration.com. Uh, so hopefully you could... Um, Bookmark that for future reference. Hope everybody is having a nice transition into spring. I know I'm enjoying seeing all the flowers out there. Um, we'll meet up hopefully in a couple days and dive into another topic. Talk to you then.